Welcome back to Dangerous Rhetoric. I'm Dan. I'm Brentley. This is episode 114. We're still going. We're still kicking. I'm going to remind everyone to please like, comment, share, subscribe, do all that shit. If you want to help us continue doing this, donate some money. Uh, if you're watching the premiere of this, super chats are nice. We appreciate that. We've gotten our first few recently, and that's really awesome because it took a long time to get monetized. But also, we prefer the links in the description because YouTube takes a cut. So if you if you want to do that, that's much more Also. Better. On that note, last night we did our first live stream on Rumble, Rumble and we we are encouraging people to please go there and follow us on Rumble because we can say whatever the fuck we want on Rumble, no holds bar, and we're going to try to do that more often and get as much people onto there as possible because YouTube can suck my nuts. <laughs> yes, with all that said, <laughs> today we are joined by a special guest, a fellow Dan. Yes. From the Club of Dan's. Dan, spread it. Dan spread. <laughs> uh, the, I don't know. I'm getting a little Dan phobic up in here. You're getting Dan phobic. <laughs> well, we are joined by the the based and the handsome Dan Splaining. Oh, thank you, thank you. Hey guys, how's it going? It's going well, man. Going swell, going swell. You know, it's uh, it's rather it's chilly actually in New York for this time of year. It's here too. It's like yeah, LA doesn't get warm until like July, but then it stays warm till October. Really? Nice. So October? Yeah. Oh shit. No, yeah. October here is when it's already like cooling down. My favorite season in this area is September, actually. Not just because it's my birthday month, but I love that like in between weather you get where it's like yeah. warm enough where you can really enjoy it outside, but it's not like scorching. It, it's kind of like what we're cools getting right off now, later. Actually. Yeah. It's like it's right, like right, right. On outside. Yes. So luckily, like LA stays warm long enough that you can wear slutty costumes on Halloween and not get cold. Perfect. <laughs> you can't really do that here. No, you get chilly. No. They still do it though. They still, still of course, yeah. they do it. Like especially <laughs> the queens in Hell's Kitchen, where we're, like any excuse for them to show skin, they will put some skin. But also, I, I was gonna say about earlier, Twitter also now good place to stream. Twitter. There is uh, no restrictions on what you can say. So we should we should actually start doing that too. Or like I could, try to stream I could on everything simulcast. At once. Yeah. I could simulcast Rumble and Twitter. Next time we're gonna do that. We should try to. The thing both. that sucks about yeah. Twitter though is that you people can't like live chat. They can't give you money. Uh, True. Like, right. 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 Drop comments though. They can tweet. They can drop tweet, tweets. Yeah. But uh, that's not something we'll see. Whereas in Rumble, we they're just like a chat do it live. Yeah, may, we'll do it live. Damn it! Maybe <laughs> though, maybe Elon will start incorporating that into as possible. As possible, you can pay us in Dogecoin. Pay us in Dogecoin. Daddy, oh my God, did you guys ever have Dogecoin? I still have some. Still have some. Yeah, I had. I had. I made so much with it and then lost so much. <laughs> you and everyone else. That damn SNL appearance, my that God. Damn ah, Elon, why? I, I broke even and I'm just sitting on it right now. I'm not really, I just forget about it. Like I pretend I don't have it and I'm like, whatever. It's money that doesn't exist. I just, it's not there. True, it'll, true. It'll like shoot back up to 75 cents. I should have fucking sold it though. When it was oh, like, I know, I know. I like, oh, it's going to go higher. My it's going to go to 100. Why not? Of course it's going to go to 100. It'll go to a dollar. Right, right. Blech. All right, <laughs> let's <laughs> jump into this right now. Um, so I found you through Twitter, and I've also seen you on Instagram before. I know you're associated with Outspoken as well. I've seen them promote. Oh yes, yes. The videos. Yeah, Chadwick's a friend. We love Chadwick. We love what he's doing. He's a really awesome. Can't guy. wait to read his Tucker book. That book's gonna be awesome. Right. Chadwick. 
like last time we hung out with him, he was telling us about it, and he's worked his ass off on that book. Like, and then they went and screwed up the ending by firing him well, while he was just wrapping it up. Or they made the ending. Or right, it, or it's like a Jesus <laughs> moment where he's like yeah. resurrecting. Like, you know, he was basically done, done and then yeah. they fired Tucker, and yeah, he was like, like ah! major development. So <laughs> go back and like, you know, it was a nightmare for yeah. his editor, I presume. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he did put something in there in the end, but oh, I he guess... totally did. But I guess he we'll was see. even mentioned it during the announcement. They talk about uh, how Dominion was involved. Well, he yeah, he came out with some stuff. Spicy. Came out from that. But anyway. that's that's enough about outspoken and Chadwick. As much as great as they are, we're going to talk about Dan. Um, I like to start with some backstory stuff. Yes, tell us about to. you. Dan. So, where are you from? Did you go to school? Where did you study? And then what made you decide to speak out against the woke bullshit and to start a YouTube channel and TikTok <laughs> and all that? Uh, masochism, I guess. Because <laughs> I never want to date again. I don't I know. It's so much again. better than cutting yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd rather cancel myself than cut myself. Uh, yeah, I grew up in uh, Massachusetts, in Boston, Massachusetts, and New England, uh, very. Yeah, it was very. I went to Catholic school and high school. It was all boys Catholic school. Um, went to Boston College. I was a theater major uh back then because i wanted to waste all my money um <laughs> and um, so i got a job at the apple store <laughs> very nice very nice with my theater hey, degree i got my degree in molecular biology and i'm not using it so hey that makes me feel a lot better that, that makes, makes me feel, feel a lot better i got a writing degree and i'm well, not really it. i'm sort of using it yeah i'm sort of using it well, yeah, I did. I mean, I did like playwright. I mean, I did a playwriting, directing, all that kind of stuff. And back when I was in my 20s, I did a lot of filmmaking um, in uh, New York. Like I have a short film that actually has Anthony Porowski in it from Queer Eye. Um, and uh, I would make music videos, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I, I decided to move to L.A. because I wanted to be like in front of the camera more. And I thought I would make more movies. Uh, but everything changed, you know, like I was very much i never really considered myself a democrat i never thought um i never associated I, I was like it was like weird like ew i'm a democrat like what do you mean like when i see those what are those kids those two kids who like shill for joe biden oh uh, yeah harry sisson yeah. chris Mallory. Yeah. right like that's always seemed so cringy to me it's like really you're associating with like the political party like i'd rather just have principles you know yep. and um and i did i believed in like socialism and all that kind of stuff i was like the government can just like fix everything why can't they and um, honestly, I'm also a gamer, as you can tell. And I think I think playing like city building games. I don't know. Tell me if this sounds right to you. Like where you know every, you can you control everything. You know everything about every person. So I feel like it puts in this in our mind that we can like control everyone and then just like make it better by like our single like hand and like demolish entire neighborhoods and put a you know Did highway you through play, it. Uh, Did you play SimCity? Yeah, yeah. I loved SimCity when I was a kid, and yeah, I used Sim to just—I used to just make the aliens invade and destroy. <laughs> <laughs> I was never destructive. I don't know what that means about me, but like, I never—I never destroyed. I only—I only created. Oh. Um, but I think it gave me the sense that, like, oh yeah, of course we can control everything and everyone, and I know how much everyone makes. But then as you grow up, you're like, you're like, no, you don't, no one knows anything about anyone. Like everyone can make the best decisions for themselves. You know, like I kind of tried to like play out the scenarios of like. Oh yeah, if we just had a twenty-five dollar minimum wage and like gave everyone a thousand dollar UBI, then we would like, and it would just go through it and be like, no, that would mean you have to have so much control over everyone that that, that just wouldn't work. And then um, when I moved to LA, they did their homeless thing, their uh, like one point six billion dollars to build like 
I forget how many homeless apartments. It was like they wanted to build like 600,000 homeless apartments. And in like five years, they built like a thousand and spent <laughs> way more money. And I was like, oh, the government sucks. Right. Government sucks. Oh, right. The builders are the 1%. The builders who they're giving the money to are the 1%. It's like you can either give the money to the government who gives it to the 1% or you can willingly give it to a corporation who gives it to the 1%. I'm like, I would much rather willingly give it to a company like, by, like who actually provides me value. Like what value does California provide me? Like potholes that they never fill? You know, it's just, it's like, if the city is so well-designed, like why is there traffic all the time? You know, I don't know. It's, it's like, it really disillusioned me with all that stuff. And um, I, Democrats, I don't know if you remember this, but Democrats used to not be obsessed with identity politics. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you remember this? Do you remember this? Do you yeah. remember this? This was, you know, like <laughs> pre-Obama. In the old times. Yep. Right. Obama. Even like when Obama first ran, he was like, if I don't win, it's not because I'm black. It's because I didn't like present my case. And now, now Michelle Obama's like, no one looked at me at the ice cream store. Racism. You know, like, <laughs> like this is like, this is where we are now. You know, yeah. like it's, it's so, I, I really, I hate it. I hate, I hate it here. And so Democrats are all in on identity politics. And I was always against identity politics and people in the Democratic Party were also against identity politics because it seems so cheap, emotional. It's like, it's like the one ring, right? No one can wield it. We have to throw it into Mount Dune because it's too powerful. Oh my right? God. I love you so much for that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. So a good, good, that's a good, good metaphor. Analogy. Yep. Well, it, it, it truly is that powerful. Like, okay, this is an example. I was talking to my like left-wing friend and I was, and I told him, I was like, yeah, so did you hear about uh, um, Pete Buttigieg's new proposal to install like thousands of speed cameras throughout the US? And he was like, speed cameras? That's, I hate that proposal. And I was like, but he's doing it because white people don't get pulled over as much as black people to make it more equitable. He was like, oh, oh, oh yeah, speed cameras. Oh yeah, great, I love speed cameras. Like, <laughs> That's how powerful it is. Speed cameras. So bad. So stupid. Yeah, no, I hate speed cameras and I hate speed laws. I don't think there should be a law against Agreed. speeding. You know, if you crash your car and you, you know, manslaughter someone, that should, you know, be enough. Right. It's just like, <laughs> no holds bar, it goes well, fast Honestly, like, what's, I mean, what's wrong with going fast? Nothing. The problem with have, going fast is when you hit somebody. Have you seen, like, videos of driving in India? Oh yeah, it's they're crazy. crazy, dude. They have like there's no speed limits there. There's no traffic signs. There's, there's no there's traffic laws just, at all. It's just, just like go. It's like yeah. a wide open road yeah. with like you know 18 lanes, maybe 15, maybe 25, depending on the moment. And it's like motorbikes, cars, buses, trucks, uh, you know, people on bicycles, and somehow magically they're like starlings. They just form and go. And, and, and are there a ton of traffic accidents? Probably. Probably. Do we have data? I mean, does India have data? Does India have That's data? That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. I've never been there. Look I've, more into that. I'm, I'm actually, I was, I had a friend who went once and he went for like two weeks. And in the first like 24 hours, he was very close to like getting on a plane and turning around because the culture shock was just so uh, harsh. I want to go and experience that culture shock though. Oh, like, plus, no, I mean, this, like, this? yeah. I love the ancient stuff yes. too. I want to see like the, the temples. Angkor Wat and all would that be cool. Shit. Angkor Wat. That's Cambodia, not oh, India. Right. But yeah. Close. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna go, we might as well. well. Yes, I mean it is like a form of Hinduism, one of the sects of it. So yeah. close ish. Well, that, not India. 
Yeah, I was just at uh, EDC this past weekend, and I also went last year, and I drove last year, and it's like it's like India because like there's no there's no lots lines. So like on the way in, people are like telling you how to get into the parking lot, but on the way out, no, for some reason, no parking attendants at all, and everyone's just all driving towards the exit. Like it's the it was like especially you have like no serotonin left for whatever reason, and like, and. You're just like driving and you can't get out. It's the worst. It's the worst. Like just like India. I'm not saying India's the worst. Right. It's the worst. Yeah. Cancel. <laughs> clip that. <laughs> oh no, clip that. Oh no, please. Oh, that was weird, right? When Chris Maury let that happen, like that was so he was like funny. so panicked. Well, you, you could see how uh Harry was responding. Oh, you mean to, on Tim Dillon? On Tim Dillon, and uh, like Harry's reaction was the best because he was just he was like, just like oh, uh, and you could tell when when Chris was talking, I you could see Harry's face and he's smiling and he's just kind of like awkward looking, like, why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? Right, and and, and that that's kind of like gives me the sense that they're getting their democratic shills Absolutely. and not just not real people. Absolutely. It's it's well that that's been confirmed. They are in fact democratic shills. They're paid by a talent agency to produce the content that they generate. That's also why they get a lot of promotions by the algorithm because you know we we know big tech likes to promote the leftist shills while little old competent competitors like us out here and are, we get, you know, shadow banned and, and down regulated. I just I don't get why they think the the style of the way they talk is effective i don't find it effect like blah, maybe blah, it blah, is blah 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 yelling at the camera and blah and, and all the hand yeah. stuff what i mean i know i know george alexopoulos he called it like a wacky inflatable flailing arm <laughs> <man>. <laughs> right <laughs> it's like that. i mean yeah. it must work right i mean they must have it must get them views i don't know right uh well they do get views they you know views but a lot of it is definitely hate views like wait okay can i, I Speaking I love getting views. Did I love you guys see lactate lady today. Yes, oh, we all saw lactate, sir. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, honestly, like I don't, I don't like misgendering, but like that's. No, that, I, I don't think that person deserves to be called she. I don't even. That's give a, a fuck. dude, Brent, and I don't give a fuck. Anymore. No, I, I, I gender, yeah. I sex people accurately. Sex it's like what I don't misgendering is not a thing. Right, right. You honestly, accurately sexing. Why can't? Yeah, why? How about? I feel like we need to transition to like. <laughs> calling people by their sex instead of their gender right what is wrong with that like why is that bad like why is because, it bad because it makes you a bigot you insensitive <laughs> bigot, no because then the uglies don't pass and they don't feel included <laughs> <The ugly. laughs> and so that's when they start screeching on the internet because on the internet they can appear as if they pass but in person I think most of them know they don't pass, and that's why like eighty percent of them have a fucking furry profile picture or an anime profile picture that they hide behind. <laughs> they don't pass. Mm -hmm. They know they don't. Oh, wait but at least make a freaking effort, you know. Well, I mean, this person is also is non-binary, not trans. Non-binary is different than trans. Trans buys into a binary. She that. That it yep. doesn't buy into a binary. It is uh, funny to see them try to team up too, because like one is antithetical to the other one. Like yeah, the other yeah, right. the other one. Yeah. Do you guys like Blair White? Hair? Um, I like Blair White's content. Um, like anyone, I don't agree with any creator or political social commentator on everything. And there right. are definitely things I think if we sat down and spoke with Blair, we would disagree on. For example, despite Blair passing, I don't think there should be legal protections for Blair to use the bathroom of a woman. I think Blair should do that 
at the risk of Blair. If you pass, no one's going to fucking say anything. No one will know any difference. Go ahead, do it. Godspeed. But if someone catches you and they realize that and they say something, that is on you. You don't, no legal protections in regards to that. That's how I, I mean, feel. Like, I never personally, like, I always thought the bathroom stuff was weird because, like, I never saw, like, a cop outside of a bathroom. Right? <laughs> Like, I feel like people just use the bathroom. And then if like, if someone's being weird in a bathroom, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, yeah. it's honestly, it's like uh, what you were saying about speed limits, right? Like, so we could have a speed limit of 30 or a cop could pull you over if you're driving dangerously. Like you don't have, you're, if you're speeding, you're not necessarily driving dangerously. You might just be speeding. So like, why do we have speed limits for the same token? It's like, if you're a trans person in a bathroom and you're acting weird, then yes, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But if you're a trans person in the bathroom who's just normal and like not drawing any attention to themselves, like then like is that as much of a problem? Do we have to legislate all that kind of stuff? I don't know. Like my like libertarian streak wants to be like, yeah. I mean, if a business wants to say like, why is the government like the like the state government saying like we need like cops in front of bathrooms now? Like you know, it seems a little bit sensational to me. Present your genitals for entry. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess I do understand what you mean. I just I don't think there should be legal protections that allow them to do that. If a business wants to decide that on their own, I guess that can be a separate matter. But like across the board, the federal government should not be saying, well, because right, you because you identify this way, you are now allowed to use that space, and it's like. Bro, again, if you pass, you pass. No one's gonna freaking know any different anyway. If and especially if you're pass. just if you don't, I'm in, sorry, too bad for you're you. You're doing your business. You're getting out, you know. Or if you're just getting changed, whatever. The problem comes when people, you know, use the identity as a shield they to do. conceal their predatory behavior. Some of them have that, and you can't say that because then you're considered like, oh, well, it's like you're lumping them all together and saying they're all predators. No, it's like no, we're saying enough of them are where it does pose a threat to the woman. And you can't just have a, 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 a sweeping um, acceptance of all of them for the sake of the ones, say, who aren't like that, because then it's like the other ones are going to get away well, with it. Well, there was famously that We Spod guy who was right. in, you know, in the lady yeah, side. flashing their junk. And then turned out that he had a record mm -hmm. and the police right. were already trying to talk to him yeah. for another flashing in another place. Well, so. And then sometimes you hear the argument, well, what if they've had the bottom surgery and blah, 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 then they should just be allowed like in women's prisons or in the bathroom. It's like, well, even that's not cut and dry. Like we spoke to uh, Heather Mason a couple years ago on the show. Man, that was like what two thousand one. Now she was. Yeah, it was 20, her first. Sorry, twenty twenty one. Other Mason's from Silent Hill three. I don't know if you've ever played. <laughs> no, <laughs> not that Heather Mason. No, this one is. Uh, she is equally badass. Canadian. She is a prisoner. She. Oh, um, she was. She was a prisoner. She's now an advocate for incarcerated women and addicts because she went through an addiction, got sober, all that stuff. But very fascinating woman, and she's part of this organization called Cause Bar, which protects a. Uh, uh, same sex, like Canadian women's rights association, sex based rights, sex based rights. Yeah, yeah, something mm -hmm. like that. And she she told us that there were cases in Canada that she knew about where the man put in the woman's prison did have bottom surgery, so no penis anymore, and and, was and, still. and still sexually assaulted women prisoners even mm -hmm. without the penis. So I, I just like. It doesn't even have to get as far as abuse. Like, I just don't think it's unreasonable for someone to say, I don't want to see the genitalia of the opposite sex in my locker room. I just don't think that's, un even if they're not about to abuse me, like, I just think that's super reasonable. Like, yep. I don't, I mean, and it's like, I feel like also like, 
it kind of like there is a difference between men and women. Sorry, sorry, sorry. How dare you? That. No, that's but, the truth. But th like, if a a what like if a trans <laughs> if a trans woman no okay if a woman is in a men's room right well, the men don't care and will probably try to hit on that woman. I mean, if, you know, I but think men do care though. I I think that. Generally, that's, I think that's an assumption about men. I think when men are in their private spaces for just men, like locker rooms, I think most don't want to see a woman in that space. I think it would make them uncomfortable. I know it would make me uncomfortable, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a freaking faggot. Okay. But <laughs> we could say that YouTube, we're all gay. We're alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're probably you're probably right. Like, I it just it just always seemed like. What, like you really want women to see dicks in their locker room, like, and and if they don't want to, like that, then they have to, like, they're forced to, like, again, it's the forcing. I, I don't like the forcing. It's like yeah. it's, also it's like in like, California, it's like forced. And then we we have to, you know, we do have to acknowledge that there are women who have sexual trauma, who have yeah. a hard time, especially you know being around a naked man that they that's not their partner. They have no idea who it is. You know, they're right. in a private space where they think that they you know it can get changed or whatever. And some dudes are walking around with his junk out. Like, that's not appropriate. And I think we do have to, you know, consider the feelings of the most vulnerable among us, including women who have trauma and right. you know, mental illness as a result of trauma. And they shouldn't have to be forced to put up with somebody else's mental illness on top of their already complicated situation. You know? Right. And the whole thing about gender dysphoria, like, and Blair White talks about this, like, like I don't think the woman, I mean, or the, the they, them, who is like, chemically inducing lactation so that the baby has to suck on the, his nipple to get the discharge. I don't think that's like mitigating gender dysphoria. I think that's obsession, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't that sound more like someone who's obsessed with being a woman and slash or like want social media clout and oh boy, is he getting it? I, it's like, it's the, it's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so open-minded. I want to be inclusive, all that kind of stuff. But like, I just can't, like, I can't like, it's like like Stewie like sucking on Peter's nipple. Yes. Like it's the same thing. Same it's just thing. weird like child abuse shit, and it, it doesn't feel like it's mitigating gender dysphoria. Just like like Blair White said, she's like someone with gender dysphoria does not go into a locker room and take their junk out because that their junk is what causes their gender dysphoria. Right. Other people seeing it makes them feel worse. So if someone has gender dysphoria, they don't want that. So I said it in one of my videos, like. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, like gender ideology can suck a dick, right? Like it's just some people have gender dysphoria. And for those people, the best way to mitigate it is to present as the opposite sex, period, yeah. end of it. Well, that's it. even that I think isn't just a period and end of it, because I, I don't I don't know if there's enough evidence to prove yet that that is the best way to deal with it. I think every other thing should be tried first first yeah and i think it i i mean i would agree with that i think that's why like in uh what i one of the nordic countries they put together the um guidelines for transitioning and it included two years a full two years of therapy mm -hmm. beforehand that's and how that's, it used to be yeah that that's normal. how it used to be here you would have watch, to watchful waiting was the approach not affirm immediately that was not the approach that was also it wasn't called gender dysphoria it was called gender identity disorder Mm -hmm. It was, it's a disorder. It was considered a disorder. And even, you know, there are trans people who say that Sarah Higdon, we've had on the show said, I have a, I have a mental illness, got temporarily suspended from Twitter for saying that we had Buck Angel on the show. Buck Angel says the same thing. I have a mental illness. This is a mental disorder. 
Right. So it's like they, they are self-aware of that. And the ones who are trying to go around and say, well, this is normal. I was born this way. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not a disorder. It's like, honey, just be honest about what it is. And I, res I respect that more. It, right. I respect Sarah and I respect Buck. And, you know, I don't have to agree with everything on them when it comes to bathrooms and pronouns and all this shit. But I respect that they're at least willing to openly state that and say, hey, what's going on with me is, is not a normal thing. It is kind of, it is like a, an illness, a sickness. And I did these things to myself to try to be as comfortable as possible right. with that. And like for Buck Angel, for Blair White, I mean, for it, it works. Like it worked for them. Like it's something like they're living, their lives are, yeah. they but live I their, think, their lives I think, are great. I think they are the 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 exception and not the rule when it comes to this stuff. I think I think mm -hmm. for most people though, and we've just we've seen way too many cases of people regretting it, and and it doesn't even like. But it's still it's not over fifty percent. People draw the line at minors, and I understand. I do think we need to start to draw a legal line with minors as a start. But what needs to change is that affirm model. That's what really needs to change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The affirmative care model. I literally I looked at like a document about it, and the times they said oppression in the affirmative care model yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Like the whole the thing political is crazy. language in this thing. They were like doctors as activists. Like they had the word activist, yeah. oppressor, oppressed. It was like all this Marxist bullshit yep. in their in their Marxist. medical journal. It was in the like, American yeah. Association of Psychology or whatever. One of these like actual like medical journals. It's and malpractice. Everything, yeah. Everything. It was so woke. It was so woke. And you're like. Like, I, I really, yeah, no, I think that was a huge overstep. Like, no one cared about trans people, before, like, in 2015, 2014, or, like, before Caitlyn Jenner. No one, they just lived their lives, and it was just, like, whatever, right? Now, it's, like, it's just, like, constantly shot her. And I think know? it is, I think it is because minors are being affected. Yes, that is definitely one that of the That was reasons. definitely a huge. Not yeah, just affected, targeted. Targeted, but the reason why I say it's the approach that has to change and we can't just stop at drawing a line at say 18 or 19 or whatever. Every detransitioner we've spoken to on our show transitioned after the age of 18. They were all uh -huh. adults. They still regretted it. They were still pushed in that direction. No one pushed back against it. No one questioned them. They all had trauma. They all had other issues that that they were trying to work through. And instead of addressing those underlying issues, the therapists and the doctors and parents, they're just like, no, if you do this, you'll feel better. Mm -hmm. And that's not what Right. Like, do you want to want a live blank or a dead blank or whatever. Yes, like, which is a horrible thing to say to a parent. And well, you're also you're you're putting that idea into the into child's head. head. Yeah. So now oh, yeah. you're testing the suicidality yeah. where none may have existed prior. Yeah. And even if it did exist prior, you're implying to them that this is the only way to get over those feelings. Yeah. When it's there's awful. like, no, there are all sorts of other things you could do and try before resorting to the extreme method of physically altering your body <laughs> right. beyond repair. You know, you, once it's done, it's done. There is no going back from certain things. Like yeah, that. I made a video about this because John Stewart had like the problem with gender or whatever. So on my TikTok, I made a couple of videos about this where he is like, he talks about how the right uses sensationalism, blah, blah, blah. Yet mm -hmm. at the same time in his 30 minute episode, he used the word suicide, like <clears throat> over and over and over suicide, suicide. We have to do this because they're going to commit suicide. They're going to commit suicide. And he had a guy on from the endocrine society and the guy from the endocrine society was also conflating everything. Like they talked about talk therapy and for affirmation. And then they also talked about the medical stuff and they conflated them all as if it was the medical stuff that was preventing suicide. And then I did the research. I looked at studies. I looked at the studies. And the very same endocrine society has a study that says there is no, there's no um, evidence or no definitive evidence that 
medical stuff is this thing that that prevents a, a suicide. It's the therapy that prevents suicide and antidepressants. Like, hello, like re- remember those? Oh, the thing that was formulated to prevent suicide, right? So, like the very same people that he had on his show were disproving on their in their studies that suicide was prevented by using these like medical treatments. So, anytime someone says that, they're bullshitting you. And there was a doctor in Canada um, who literally told his child patients to tell their parents that they were going to commit suicide if they didn't get the, the treatment. Wow. No, it's, it's, that's fucking evil. It is evil. Yeah. And I honestly, I, I wish we didn't have to talk about this shit. Oh, I know. We have to, obviously, but it is so tiring. I'm so sick of talking about it. Like we, once in a while, we just have to talk about something else. We'll bring an artist on or a musician or some other shit just to not talk about this stuff. But you can't not address it once you see it because it's just so fucking wrong. It's, it's so wrong. And anyone who looks at this and doesn't feel like that deep sense of anger, like you've walled yourself off. Like, and, well, then, and then to- you, you think you're done and then you open up twitter and like and someone some on tiktok shit. is fucking lactating into their baby's mouth yeah. <laughs> for their only fans she has that, that person has an only fans uh, yeah. and it's ten dollars a month like I yeah. would, it's like month. look if you're gonna it's do like a 2.99 a month i think yeah. Where's the, when's the 40 percent off <laughs> look if you're gonna do your only fans do your only fans but maybe you're someone who shouldn't be a parent or or like like there's so many steps between like oh for someone who's not like chemically inducing lactation and then getting a baby like from where from where did that baby come from i want to know right this baby is just in the person's bed is that their baby did they borrow a baby from someone i don't know it's just it's all like oh it's all it's and it's honestly i feel like it is just pushing us all it's like we're all regressing like seeing that regresses seeing that is like oh now lgbt people have to like support that Right. right, and it associates well, us as gay men with that right. extreme, yeah. and it it makes us look terrible. Like it does. This is not what we are about. Like, yeah. <laughs> our friend uh, Basil. We're about like anonymous sex. <laughs> no, let's not be about that either. <laughs> so our friend Basil, he retweeted a picture of this Naomi person with the baby. At least Naomi had the courtesy to like blur the baby's face. Well, and still- I also don't, I, I'm not sure. I'm hoping and I'm praying to Jeebus that th- he, this person is not actually, you know, th- th- this could all just be a, a lie, you know, really fiction. Sad created you know she might he might not even be taking these chemicals that he claims to be taking he might not be even we don't know that I, th- I, th- I think we need to i'm ass- just like no let's we have to assume, <laughs> we have to assume that this and, is real but this anyway. person has a phd too like on yeah. tiktok the phd it's like yeah it makes sense you think too much this is why i didn't go into i wanted to, i wanted to read basil's tweet because he said we all, anyone. Yeah, you know it's the, this person with the baby he said we all know what they're going to do with this child and everyone is going to just sit back and let it happen and then react after it comes to light when it's too late sad and what he means by that is like when that child gets a little older that child's going to be tranced Oh, we, all, yeah. we all fucking know that. Or otherwise abused. Or otherwise abused, but we all fucking know that at least that is going to happen. They're going you know, to can you imagine? Can you imagine if the child came out non if that was a not yeah, they would they would fight tooth and nail to make it to make that person that, that child that, trans. That's what they're sure. gonna do. It's trans housing by proxy. And like that's it's like the worst because like gay can't can't get it. Can't transmit it. I can't yeah. transmit gay as much as I want to, Sean Mendez. Like, you can't transmit gay. <laughs> God, he is cute though. I can't lie. <laughs> yes. But like, 
you can kind of, you know, you can influence someone's gender identity. You can push them you in could, a direction and it does change them, them yep. you know, like at least a little bit like, as like, and that's the problem. Cause like we fought, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm old. Like we fought. How old? How old? The age. Drop the age. Oh, come you're, on. you're 31. You're 32. I'm 40. You're 30. <laughs> you're 40. I'm 40. He's 40. All right, he's older than me. I'm 32. Got you beaten. All right, I'm older than you. You're older than me, so what, 34? 37. 37. I would not have guessed. You don't even have any gray hair. I have all this fucking gray hair developing. You look <laughs> no, great. It's behind, it's behind here. <laughs> yeah, I have it on the side of my head, too. Well, 37, you pull it off. Thanks, thanks, yeah. No, I, we're going we're gonna to cut that part. We're going to cut that part. <laughs> um, <laughs> Keep the fag talk. <laughs> you and Mikey Harlow hate admitting Yeah, Mike age. is always like, I can't know. I'm proud. I'm like, age. I'm like, I made yeah. it to 40. Yeah, exactly. I'm, oh. still, guys, I'm still Are here. you guys in relationships? No. No, no. we're single. We used yeah, to be too. together. We're not anymore. We used to be together and then we broke up because Dan's a bitch. <laughs> I'm not a bitch. I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of a bitch sometimes. <laughs> but so are you. It was from all those gym posts. <laughs> like, enough with the gym posts. No, that was pre-gym posts. Uh, yeah, she, she got pumped after we broke up. Also, he was fat when you were together? No, he was skinny. skinny. I was like, like oh, way, right. way too skinny, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it took un- me years of unhealthy. quiet jabs to get her yeah, to go to the I, gym. I love how you keep trying to take credit for my health choices, All me. Fred. <laughs> When All maybe me. you should put that attention All on me. yourself. Hey, I'm I'm fine. I and make great. those health choices. I feel fabulous for yourself. I don't need oh, to no. show up. On the Shut internet. the fuck up. <laughs> no, I got super fat after my last relationship, and then I was I, I I needed a certain degree of fat phobia in my head, and I just I lost the fat phobia, which I hated. I hated myself when I lost the fat phobia, and uh, yeah, I, I can't was, picture you fat. I just can't. I was. I mean, and then I, I ever since the, since then I've been like, you know, you saw. I think, yeah, we talked about that on Twitter. Like the, I've been kind of using my fitness pal and all that kind of stuff. Going to the gym a lot more. I had to get back surgery, so I couldn't even, okay. I couldn't even go to the gym for a little yeah, while. I, I've also been using my fitness pal, but to make sure I'm like eating enough because that's that was my uh, issue. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wish I had your issue. Like I have to. Everyone have to says that. I'm like, it's just, it has its own problems. You know. It's okay. Because, you know, there are the people who stress eat. They're like, oh, I'm depressed. people problems. Stress. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. No, for me, it's like my appetite will tank if I'm stressed or depressed. And, like, I just won't fucking. Mm-hmm. So I have to, like, force force myself to do it. And it took a lot to, like, change those habits. But logging calories does help. I can see why people do how that. Many, what, how many calories do you consume to get? Um, to or do you try to? Deficit, I need to be over, I think, twenty six to 2,700 to be in a good deficit range. So I'm trying to shoot for like 3000 a day or something like that's that. That's deficit. To, I'm sorry. Surplus. surplus. That's what I meant. Surplus. Oh, over 2,600 over 2,700. So like 3000 is a good number. I don't okay. hit that every day, but as long as I have enough protein, then I know that my workouts aren't going to be wasted. You know? Yeah. 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 I think 2250 is my, like my like maintain. How much do you weigh? What is your weight? You're, you're tall. Like, too, aren't you? Yeah. I'm like 188 right now. Okay. But and I was like, at like I was at like two fifteen before when I left my last relationship. I would love to hit one eighty. That would be awesome. I'm like No, 1... I can't it's so hard for me to get below one eighty. It's really Oh really how tall are you? I'm six three. Yeah, you're huge. Oh, so you're fucking tall. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. why you're I mean I'm, but I see that's I see definitely... guys on I see guys on Grinder who are six three that are like one forty. I'm like, wow. What? <laughs> like, what? 
They're not six three. Yeah. They're, they're, they're <laughs> twigs, though. They're lying about their height. That's my head. Right. Probably like six one, six zero, oh. or they're just straight up twigs. Like, or they're straight up twigs, like, and they don't eat. You know, that's treatment. true. I just have my my thigh. I have like 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 fat just like sticks to my thighs and like my love handles. It's like, oh. oh yeah, I got it around the the lower abs. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I have to like I have to be a twig before my love handles go away. That's my cross to bear. <laughs> this is like the gayest part of the show. And right? the cross, my the cross to bear that the sisters of perpetual indulgence can uh, gyrate on. <laughs> oh my god, those people are—they look like demons to me. I'm sorry, like they look like demons, and I know they're doing it on purpose. I know they want to piss off the right wing Christians. I know they're doing all of that deliberately. And I gotta say, like the right wing Christian people kind of need to stop reacting to it. Because you're just feeding into it. The more you, the more you react in the way that you react, they're going to keep doing that. They're going to keep, you know, gyrating sluttily on someone crucified on a cross. Yeah, all we need to do is it. just pass laws Ignore against them. drag shows for children. And when they have one, the police have to go in and that's... bust them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we should pass laws against uh, against religious discrimination or uh, or uh, making fun of religion. I mean, that should be next, right? <laughs> I mean, well, they have no problem making fun of Christians or white people or men. That's all mm -hmm. totally 100% socially acceptable. You can say the most outrageous, yeah. hateful, I, I, bigoted I want, things. I want to see one of the sisters of perpetual indulgence dress up like Muhammad and go on stage. You know that? Oh, I'm just saying, like, look, if they're watching this and you have any balls, go do that. that There's a challenge. Yeah, honestly, like, I remember when, uh, what's his name? That rapper, the gay rapper. What's his name? Lil, like, Lil Nas X. Oh, Lil yeah, Lil Nas X. When he like gave Satan a lap dance, I was like, this like, <sighs> oh my god, like, like, like ticking off the right is so boring. It's like wow, it's so oh boring. God. Yeah, oh my god, you danced on Satan's lap. Like, wow, what are you gonna do next? Like, like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. release but, like, a That would have been edgy in the eighties. Release exactly. Yeah. Edgy but now is are... is this. This is edgy. This now. is edgy, right? Being right? conservative and exactly. You know, well, you said, what are you going to do next? Release like a limited run pair of sneakers with like human with blood, blood in it. No. Like, like, come on, bro. Then, Wait, but at the same time, though, I'm also <laughs> oh my God. yeah. No, he did that. I'm also though disappointed in the right too, who are like, like when Sam Smith. Bait. Sam Smith was like has like devil horns and they're like it's Satan. I'm like they love to take come the bait. on they do come on they play right into it and play honestly right this is it. why I at the national level I don't care anymore the whole country could collapse tomorrow and I would feel the same way about it that I do now like I just don't care because there's nothing we can do you know we're just content creators we're shit talkers we're podcasters we're just trying to have a good time you know conversating yeah. with people let the let the crazies handle the crazy national stuff and i'm fine just making culture and having good conversations some people yeah, get yeah. so invested you know like the way that people yeah. obsess with trump on both sides people are obsessed mm -hmm. you know like yep. trump is god emperor savior of the world yeah and, or he's you know the antichrist mm -hmm. and it's just like people he's just i yeah. mean he's just a dude like he's an old dude who's kind of narcissistic and he's funny like yeah, and he a, is lot funny. Of, a lot of the influencers too, and political, social commentary sphere, media market figureheads and stuff. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again because I think it is important. You take yourselves way too seriously. Please stop. <laughs> Just make fun of yourselves. <laughs> make fun of shit. Laugh. It's not that serious. I know there's a lot. There's a lot of infighting too. High school drama. So much this drama. Shit. I know, you have I know. no idea, dude. Like just some of the tea that I know, and it's just like, <laughs> like oh my god, grow the fuck up. Like the kids are getting their genitals mutilated, and you're over here fucking bickering about the stupidest shit on Twitter just to start some beef 
to get some clicks with each other. Like I can't with it. I'm over it. Or like if you have beef with somebody, like either ignore them or address it. it to them or direct resolve it. You like, know, like do the adult thing. Like you know, like if if two people have a problem and you're in like the same sort of like you know space, like talk to each other and resolve it. And if, it, if it's irreconcilable, like, so be it. But, yeah. I mean, at least make the attempt. Because that's one thing that normal, adult, mature people used to do in the before time, you know, before the social media age where monetizing your beef was a thing. People right. would just bury the hatchet. They would, you know, resolve the issue through dialogue. It didn't have to be a whole public thing either. You know, that's the other problem with social media now is that the social media has sort of made everything public. Yeah. You know, every conversation know. is now yeah. a group conversation. I've, I've fallen into it too. I'm not saying I'm exempt from this shit, but I think we have to like put it in check. We have to recognize that and just don't take yourself so damn seriously. Like, yes, right? like, like it used to be wrong. like, if you got, if you get like tripped, like if you like, trip in school like that's why kids have so much anxiety i feel like it's yeah. like if you like trip over yourself in school when i was in school like you just tripped over yourself maybe some people saw it and laughed for that moment the end of, end of it but moment. now it's like on camera it's on and camera, then it's on fucking it TikTok, forever. Yep. and it lives forever and it's viral and your whole yep. life is over you yeah. know and like i don't know what you, i don't know what you do about that you know yeah. like, I, like also we came of age in a different time we were in that sort of period where tech was just beginning Thank to be God. normal in our life. So we were kind of right. like half in, half out. That was my generation at least. But yep, like, yep. I didn't get my first cell phone until like literally right after high school because one, my family was broke. They weren't going to pay for that for me. I had to- uh -huh. Yeah, I had to get pay my for own my job, pay too. for it myself, yep. you know, all of that stuff. So, and I'm, and I look back at that, and at the time, I felt a little left out because people were getting, you know, their their sidekicks and shit like that, or their Blackberries. Like everyone had a cell phone, or their freaking, you know, the first iPhones coming out. And I was like, damn, I had that you know. cute little blue Nokia. Yeah, was I was like, like, like you know, oh, damn, like LG rumor. And now I'm kind nice. of like, I'm kind of grateful that I didn't. I'm grateful that I'm almost a little grateful my parents were broke and couldn't afford to put one yeah. in my hand very early. Well, but when I was in that big yeah. of a problem because it was just talking text. Sure, but yes, right. the smartphone changed everything because it's like now you have a pocket computer that's more right. powerful than any of the desktops we were using when we were kids, like mm -hmm. by a hundredfold. And it's a, it, and it's like, and it's a camcorder and, and, it's, a and camcorder, it's a fucking you know yeah, microphone. Yeah. It's, and it's a phone. So it's much. a computer. It's it's a you know a little production. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't send one text until I was. A, I think I spent my first text my senior year of college and i took my first phone picture my this like the, my junior year of college because like my, and it was like the tiny it's like a postage stamp size photo because yeah. like i i definitely had a cell phone in middle school and high school but it was literally just in case of emergencies like mm -hmm. i didn't call anyone on i just had it just because was it one of, those emergencies. Giant, one of those oh yeah yeah it was like <laughs> Hello. social media wasn't a thing and like while i was in college my well, aol instant messenger like yeah. i would talk yeah. on AOL. i was on aim, AIM man. ICQ. Yeah. uh then was cool. friendster was one of the original social medias i was, I was on that one my junior year i think facebook was the first thing i did and my college was like the first college to get it my freshman year of college we got facebook it was awesome yeah, my, my space for me when I was in high school, my space was everyone was on MySpace. We'd have our little like yeah, music, college, music playlist on there. <laughs> like, like MySpace was the shit. Oh, that I, fuck, I had I had a GeoCities. Did, did we have GeoCities? Like remember Angel Fire and GeoCities? I had a GeoCities that was just pictures of the Undertaker from WWF. <laughs> it was like, I think I wrote. I think I wrote a, a web page for uh, an Ultima Online guild that I was involved in in GeoCities. 
And then, oh, night Ultima Online. All right. That was my, my the very first MMORPG. It was so good back then. I don't think my computer could handle. It. I think I tried to play Ultima, and my computer was like, no. Facebook, I got. I had DOS 2.0, so. It yeah, it was, I mean, the requirements for that were tough, and you you actually you needed like a 28.8k BPS modem. Right, two megabytes of video RAM. Yep. <laughs> the Zoomers will never understand, but yeah. 28 <laughs> BPS. What does that even mean? That? No. Well, like I remember my uncle had a 450 megahertz Pentium 2 processor. Pentium 2. I was wow. so excited, and a DVD a DVD ROM. I was like. Yeah, I so think, well, I want to make a point about Facebook because I think one of the things that really changed and brought like social media into a more accessible space was when it went from just being a college website to mm -hmm. being a, a general social media platform that anyone could go on. So I ended up on Facebook like my last year of high school. It was probably, like my, I think it was my senior year. Uh -huh. And that was around the time that they opened the platform up to everyone instead of just having it be college. Right. And it was weird. Yeah, I was and like, it, my uncle's it, on Facebook now. Yes, it became huge because everyone of all ages now suddenly was on yeah. there, and it was the biggest platform. Because originally you had to be, you had to be like at a specific yes. set of colleges, yes. right? And I think you had to verify. And then eventually it, too, it was yeah. just like you. Well, you had to have like an at edu from a college. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But and honestly, then, like Facebook, that was actually how, how my, me and Mike Harlow became better friends because we long, long ago. I think we went on a date. Oh long my God! The tea. Long time ago. The tea. <laughs> Probably that bitch has dated everybody. Oh my <laughs> God! But I'm I thought it was just me. Um, it's fine. I'm a, oh. we're, we're close enough. I can say that. Like a long, 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 Sorry, long time ago, and uh, and then we didn't really talk that much. And then Facebook went from being like a fun place to be to like the most toxic, anxiety-producing. Like I hear the bing, and I get like a pang of anxiety inside yeah. because like. Everything was every, everything was political, and I was like all about posting politics on there. Yeah, like everything. And right now, I know. Well, well, then it's like it's some. It's one thing to be posting on Facebook with just your friends and your friends being the ones who's like, yeah. "Fuck you, you asshole," versus yeah. just like anonymous people. It's way better when they're anonymous. But like, like I, I would get all these pangs of anxiety, and I was always out there being like, like identity politics are bad. Like, kind of like just being logical and commonsensical, and like. Like, you know, actually it's only one part. It's like nine people a year getting shot by police. Like, I don't know if that's that big of a deal, you know? And then Mike would be the one who would come back and like back me up. And so he would back me up, back me up, back me up. And then um, he was actually my red pill, Mike, Mike Harlow. We would nice. have like, we would have hour long talk, like hours long talks. It took so long. Like I did, it did not go easily into this good night. Yeah. But well, um, he was also a disaffected liberal too. He is yeah, no, we had the same. Yeah, we had the same yeah. thing. We were both like, well, you know, we don't know about the Republicans. I mean, I still don't. I don't love Republicans. These sure. Either. No, we're, we're this, we're the fuck same. the Republicans. Yeah, and Mike, yeah Mike, Republicans Mike, suck. It's like politicians just suck. It's yeah. like it, you. It's like I went from I went from Republican suck to politicians suck. Right? Yeah. It's like, well, I was, I'm technically I was, registered as a Republican. I think Republican I was suck. always where you were though. Even from when I was very uh, young okay. in high school, yeah. I never trusted either party. I never voted for either party. It was all, well. They're going to do what's good for themselves. Like, have you guys yeah. read Thomas Sowell? Yeah, I I started Love reading him. Basic Economics, but I then I stopped. I got sidetracked. I got to go back to it and finish it. But I I've watched obsessed with that book. I read the whole damn thing. I've watched some of his thing. lectures and interviews oh, with him. I watched a so documentary, good. a documentary about him that was really fascinating. He's like, like the I, worst thing that ever happened for the slavery anti-slavery league was the ab abolition of slavery, right? Because <laughs> like then no more money for the anti-slavery yeah. league, right? Yeah. And it's just, it's just so true. It's like that's well, what happened with Glad. It's and the all same with Glad. That's what I was about. Right? To, 
It's why they had to jump on the TQ because they need a new. Because they need money, right? Wait, wait. Did you guys like George Carlin? Were you guys George Carlin fans? Oh yeah, I huge Carlin fan. Massive George Carlin. Needs money. I was devastated when he died. And I I just watched his documentary on HBO. Did you see that? Yeah. No, I have not. It's like about his whole life, and it is like by lefties. So you gotta like you gotta you gotta stand a little bit of his like. And and honestly, like George Carlin, I feel like if he was on the left, he was well. I don't like. But like not, we not, all believe the same things. Principle wise, we're yeah, on yeah. the same page, right? Yes. But like, I think if I think if he if he was alive today, I don't know. I don't know where he would be. I feel I, like he I might be a little bit more. On he was the like way. a classical liberal. I think he would be against the woke shit. He was against. That. Oh yeah, he was against. Yeah. Well, he was against groups. He was against groups. He well, talked he about he hates the, groups. He, he likes individuals. Against, hates groups. Same. He was same. against political correctness bullshit, and I think right. He, he would have been calling it out now, no matter what side it was coming from. Well, yeah, he, he criticized conservatives. You know, he criticized Republicans. Yeah, he hated business, hated businessmen, yeah, corporations. So. But yeah, he didn't really criticize Democrats. But honestly, it was a different world back then. Like, Democrats it were the was. ones who were pro-free speech. Yes. The you know. 20th century is not was not now. And that's the, a yeah. big problem that I think a lot of these young people have is they've been indoctrinated by their teachers mm-hmm. and the teachers are lying to them because the teachers were indoctrinated at the university level. Yeah, you know, exactly. They went, and they have to keep going back and get re-indoctrinated to keep teaching. Yes. Yeah. yes. And, and every hey. time they get a higher credential, they just get more bullshit indoctrination and mm. they take it back to the children. And it's this like negative feedback loop. Right. And unfortunately, you know, now that the kids are coming, now the kids are coming of age, you know, this has been happening for, you know, almost 10 years now. We've got these 20 year olds and and young people joining the world exactly. uh, post COVID. Um, and we can't get too into that because we're on YouTube. Yeah. But say but after, you know, in, in the post COVID world, we have all these young people who were denied a proper education, who were traumatized by the experience. I was traumatized by the experience. I couldn't by even COVID? imagine. Yeah, by the just. Like, I know, you know if it's one of your first life experiences, like what must you think? You must think this happens all the time, right? and you need the government to protect you from everything. Like I didn't need the government to protect me from anything. I guess except terrorists on nine eleven, and we did that. And yeah. they kind of failed at that one. Yeah, too. and even that's a whole nother can of worms we could talk about because that shit was an inside job. I said it. I don't give a fuck. Oh my god. I love um, honestly. Are you guys on TikTok at all? I am on TikTok. Daniel's not. I'm on. Do you TikTok. guys ever use TikTok like as I'm on a TikTok. Don't, I don't, consumption oh, device? No. I, just I post my gym videos now. That's. that's I, I tend I to post and ghost. Wait, let me follow real quick. You are following me I think on TikTok. Yeah, I followed oh, you okay. like a couple weeks ago. And you followed me back. It's just you must be on my video. porn TikTok. I haven't been on my, there. In a oh, send me that one. <laughs> no, but, but like um, TikTok is interesting because like I recently I don't got politics on there. I just don't. Yeah. Well, I, I recently got addicted to TikTok. I've kind of been unaddicted, but it is interesting how TikTok like. And I honestly, I don't think it's like a big conspiracy. I don't think China's fine. No, I, 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 I don't. I don't. It's like they just want money, just like everybody else. But. It's a really good algorithm. You can fall like, into TikTok. It for is hours. an amazing algorithm. And like, one night, one night, I was, I was going through, and then suddenly it was like Holly Weird content, and it was like Mel Gibson talking about how, um, what is his name? Uh, is like, is like, is like, a, is like a demon. Uh, Christopher Walken. He said Christopher Walken is a demon who was like he didn't walk towards him. He floated towards him. Mel Gibson was saying this, and then it was going into Pizza. Then suddenly I was listening to PizzaGate content. I was like, sounds about and, right. And then, and then like Kanye was talking about pizza and Ellen's talking about pizza and everyone's talking about pizza. And I'm like, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's talking about pizza. I'm like, what the hell? And then I was like, no, no, it's <laughs> like people just talk about pizza sometimes. Okay. But then it went into, suddenly it was firefighters t- sitting in front of the t- two towers being like, 
yeah, I saw an explosion inside uh, at the bottom floor. I was like, what? Something was 9-11 is an inside job comment content. I was like, and and more conspiracy content. Like, it was so weird. TikTok was just like conspiracy. <laughs> and suddenly it was all conspiracies. I was like, is this what, like, what are they doing to me? Like, it, it, I went into the, and it was, of course, at 2.30 in the morning when I was trying to sleep. Yeah. So it was like hard to sleep. But then I got into the back rooms. The back rooms were super, super cool. And well, not, not a real thing. And do you know what those are? No, on TikTok? Yeah, the back rooms. It's like this like no. liminal space thing where it's like apparently in real life you can no clip into the back rooms. You know what no clip is? Nope. It's like remember Doom, the game Doom? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Clip clipping mode was when you could walk through walls. So clipping right. is like walking through walls. So in the back the back rooms, you no clip through surfaces and you land in the back rooms, which is just like endless liminal spaces with entities that are around that you don't want to find because if they, you find them, they get you and you can never get out. And it's really, it's honestly like really cool and scary. Like you should totally look at the back rooms. I was so into it. That went from like, it went from. Like, it sounds like a rabbit hole I need to go down. Yeah, like six degrees of back rooms. It was like, like Mel Gibson, Pizzagate, Holly Weird, 9-11 was an inside job, Flat Earth, back rooms. <laughs> wow. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, no, TikTok is, I mean, so it's definitely like, Chinese spyware and they can, you know, if you have it on your phone, they're basically have access to everything. But Google is basically American spyware. And guess what, sweeties? Everything Same. that they've said about TikTok, they could do it on all our email addresses, all our Google accounts, all our hard drives. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that's secure. And it's been like that for a very long time, thanks to Mr. Bill Gates and Microsoft. Yeah. I'm so honestly I surprised sometimes when I'm typing in Google Docs right? If I'm typing up a script that Google Docs doesn't delete stuff for me. It's like, yeah. Oh, you're not allowed to say that. Delete. <laughs> right? Because that's what it is. I'm so on. I'm so in the cloud. Like everything oh, I do is in the cloud. Right? Knows, I upload though. something to my teleprompter to do it a could video. Get to that point though. Who knows? I know. It's, and it's they'd be like, it's it's illegal. It, yeah. Or, or what they do is their AI is not that advanced what? right now. Or the AIs that they have publicly available or not that advanced or what what they'll do is they they won't change it on you while you're in the middle of typing and you can see it they'll wait for you to go away they'll wait for you to close the document they'll change they'll it, edit it. Looking, they'll stealth edit it and then you'll open it and you'll be like did and i, wait, did I, I write that like, did i write that writing that like wait am i trans Oh, I, guess <laughs> I, guess. I don't remember writing oh, that. I, I was not advocating for hormones. Google's going to gaslight. They're going to gaslight you, basically. Right. Like, oh, gonna, that? That? I don't remember writing that. Am I well, going this crazy? is why, I mean, if, if you know, we end up in an alternate timeline where Republicans grow some balls and actually get some congressional authority, they could use the Antitrust Act to break Google up. And I know. That's peak. My free market little baby inside me is like. Girl, we have the Sherman Antitrust Act. Yeah. We Look, should. That's what what they do we that Google's huge. huge. Didn't they do that with Rockefeller Standard Oil? The last right? time they did it was like the 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 Bell Atlantic in like the nineties. Okay. Like like so I long. like we all understand. Like I hate when people on Twitter are like corporations are greedy. It's like uh-huh like literally yeah. that's like their whole point is that to make money point. and that's their literally only point. why they exist <laughs> exactly why they exist so the only way to make a corporation act correctly or act in any sort of morally good or any sort of way that benefits anyone except themselves is competition it's yes. literally the only way the only yeah. way to raise wages competition and the only way to lower prices competition like the only and the only way to regulate businesses is to do the thing that we're already supposed to be doing and that's to break up these big giant companies like it's the only, I, I think that's the only like government regulation that I'm like really like super. Yeah, I was about for. to say that's no not very will for it. That's not very libertarian of you, bro. No, I, but it's but it's it's all government enabled, right? The, the the companies are so big because the government enables them. Allows to be. it. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, they, they did a, you know, when Bill Clinton repealed, uh, I think it was Glass-Steagall in the 90s. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They totally set everything up to be yep. these mega corporations where now, for the first time, a, a single holding corporation could hold different assets from across different asset classes. Where before, right. you yep. couldn't own, like, a radio station and a TV station and a newspaper at the same time. That mm. was that was illegal because right. they didn't want you to be able to control that many things in order to create this hall of mirrors effect. Well, thanks to Bill Clinton and his, and his pals in Congress, they, they got right. that pair of, like, to be fair, yeah, it's probably Republicans in Congress too. That oh yeah. Well, like again, Republicans haven't been conservative since like, I don't know, like the 60s. I know. This subject, like, I think, time. The subject like, makes me think of Atlas Shrugged though. I've been reading that and. Oh, know, nice. Ayn Rand definitely comments on a lot of this stuff. I'm not saying whether I agree or disagree with it. I haven't read it personally, but it's it's a major theme in those books. It's like regulating or not regulating the builders, <clears throat> the achievers. Like mm-hmm. how much say should the state have to stop them? It's from a balance. Building more. Yeah, I don't know. It's a delicate balance, and it's a perennial battle that must be fought time and time again. And unfortunately, we we as a society don't have a widespread understanding of cluster B personality disorders, the antisocial, psychopathy, sociopathy, and how that intimately connects to societal ills, child abuse, it explains, indoctrination in the it schools. It explains so much about history in general. Like when you understand that there are people who like- Don't have a conscience. They don't have a conscience. It's not a matter of it turning on or turning it off or suppressing. It's just, it is simply not there. Well, sociopaths can have a selective conscience and, depending on whether you're in- Wait, the wait you're saying, you're saying people, some people don't have a conscience, so we there. must what? It's not there. Well, just at all. be aware of that. Be aware of that. That that's a thing. And not only do they not have a conscience, they can uh, play act the full range of human emotion. Why do we have to be aware of that? Because these are the people I think who do the the most damage, damage. in society when they get into positions of power, but also in your personal life. But especially when. They but get into these are your Mao Say, your Mao Say Tongs, your your Stalin's, your Hitler's, mm-hmm. uh, your Bill Gates's, mm-hmm. your Jeffrey Epstein's. You know. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I I. Klaus I just, like, yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people just don't understand. That, like, or I feel like people see crony capitalism. They don't see capitalism, and like, to, it's like exactly. it's, it's, they confuse the two. It's an equilibrium, right? It's that's like that's the best part about the free market. It's an equilibrium. Like, it's it's going to balance out if you just let it. Like, there's a reason why. Like, what poor neighborhood around here or in New York has become less poor? Any? Mm. Right. Like, well, if they if they that. allowed. If they allowed the neighborhood to like actually reach an equilibrium, if they allowed if they allowed people to be like, well, I'm not making any money here, the rent is too high, I have to move, then people would move out, people would move out, people would move out, and then as there's less people, wages would start to go up, right? It's like it's an equilibrium, right? Prices are the same thing. It's an equilibrium. More stores, more competition, prices will come down because they're competing with each other. It's like, but they yes. don't let that that process happen. Like well, this Who's gonna this thing too? It's like, well, the fractional reserve banking system being able to just print money out of thin air. Mm. Uh, like, I was thinking about the other night, like, what do they do? They just like, I think we should make 10 million today. Yeah, and they type yeah. into a computer yeah. and they say, they, oh, have, they have a little council, yeah. they have their council of wizards, and they they lend yeah. that to they the read, government. they read the bones, they look <laughs> you know, spreadsheets of numbers, mm-hmm. and they conference and they make a determination. And they make more money out of thin air. They they manifest money out of nothing. And then they let their close business allies have early access Mm -hmm. at extremely low interest rates. Right. And then business criminals, as George Carlin would say. Yeah, 
well, this is, it's it's a it's basically a you know federalized Ponzi scheme, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's as as crypto has sort of come up to the forefront and evolved and created parallel economies. Um, it's began to threaten the integrity of yeah. that system. And really, they want to get they want us all on a digital currency yes. where they can track everything yes. and control mm-hmm. everything. They want a central they could bank even, currency. They could have like currency. FedCoin, right? USDC. Where FedCoin. Like, <laughs> you only can buy meat like twice a week. Yeah. And it knows. And it knows. Uh, so you uh-huh. just won't be able to do it. Yeah. Like, and cash will not exist. Mm-hmm. And if, say, you know, you, you can only drive <laughs> so much, you know, because you only have so many miles because, you know, say, right. I, I don't have an change. electric vehicle, so I'll have my allotment that I can use in a certain period of time. And if I go over that, then I won't be able to buy gas. You know, right. <laughs> so, it's just so dumb. It's these people who have been educated so much that they consider themselves, ex- themselves experts and they, they know more about your life than you know about your life. And it's just not true. You're just like, crazy. Like, yeah, like this is why prices exist. Like if I see a high price, I'm not gonna buy it. If I see a low price, I will buy it. And then they'll say, oh, no one's buying this. I'm gonna lower the price, then I'll buy it. Like that's literally how it works. You don't need someone to tell this person how much to charge for something. Like you just don't, because we're yeah. all gonna do it ourselves. Like I'm not gonna buy something that seems like a bad deal. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna sell something if it's not gonna make them any profit at all, unless they're not selling it and then they'll go low. But then you have companies like YouTube, for instance, who, um, you blew all the other companies out of the water because they could be a loss leader. So they could pay their creators more than any other video platform like back in the day. So people only went on YouTube because they didn't need to make a profit. All the other video companies did. So then YouTube reigned supreme. And now we're left with just YouTube and just, and I guess Rumble too, but then just YouTube can be super censorious. Like remember when YouTube used to be like, oh, this is like TV except no censorship. Amazing. Yeah. Remember that? Well, the whole thing is broadcast yourself. That was their whole marketing line. Remember response videos? Like response videos were so good at driving engagement. Uh-huh. And, and they took them away because they became a little too spicy, a little too controversial. Right. They didn't want to foster, you know, aggressive, you know, back and forth. But wait, wait, yeah. how do you guys feel about Rumble? Well, we we're we, just branching into I mean, we've been using we it for a long push time. More people toward it. And as long as they keep remaining an open platform where they let us say whatever the fuck we want, I'm all for it. If they start to go down the road the same road as YouTube does, then I guess it's looking for other options. But yeah. we're going to use all the different platforms to the best that we can. Like, yes, we're still going to post this on YouTube. We're still mm-hmm. going to use YouTube. Yeah. Like, we just got monetized on Yeah, there. we're doing sort of like a Great. hybrid. So, we're trying to do like a hybrid model yeah. where, like, we're putting a lot of things on well, YouTube. Just, rage. be quiet, puppy. There's a dog here, right? Um, we, so we're, we're trying to use YouTube to, like, grow the channel, but also... Um, we have Rumble as basically our backup sort of mainstay infrastructure because Rumble, we don't have to worry about getting nuked. So everything mm-hmm. on our website connects to our Rumble. Um, and also we were kind enough, I think somebody in Carrie Smith's chat oh. hooked me up with, with uh, an Odyssey account that scrapes everything mm-hmm. off our YouTube. So automatically, automatically, oh, that's good. everything. I don't even have to think about it. It's back. I don't even now. look at it. I haven't looked at it in so long. We should actually like check in yeah. on Odyssey and see how Way many views we get on there. <laughs> if any. But like, it's just, it's, it's also there as, as another independent backup. So I right. kind of like the idea of having a lot of different things. And then I do shorts on TikTok, which usually I try to do like 60 second mm-hmm. news bites about something topical um, or, or like a hot take. And uh, that's it. And that I sort of just used to cross promote for the show. Yeah, no, my TikToks are by far get the most views of anything. Like they, I've, I have TikToks with 500,000 views over there. Wow. 
Yeah. But then sometimes I'll post and it'll be like, and it'll be like community guidelines violation. But like, and I, I, I don't love that. But at the same time, every time I've appealed, they've like approved it. So I don't know what that is. But I just like, I do post to Rumble. Outside the lines. I know. I know. Uh, I wasn't good at that. I, so well, that's I, what I like about t- about Twitter. Twitter, I, I am. I have no doubt that when I post to Twitter, they're not going to say anything, and I can just say whatever I want. Like, that's, uh, I enjoy that about Twitter. There's there's but, certain things I, I real. I've just gotten slapped with visibility filters for the first time for saying certain things. Like, wait, uh, give me the initials of what you. No, say. I basically said faggot um, and tranny. I think tranny. I think it was like how the sentence was worded yeah i can't remember can i say i like i had trans friends in new york when i lived in new york back in like 2015 2014 2013 and like literally all we said was tranny was tranny Tranny this tranny that hey tranny what's up tranny what's up tranny Tranny all the time it was never offensive never like and then all of a sudden facebook made it a slur yeah and then queer, we're supposed to say queer now. Like queer I'm was like, a slur. And, exactly. And I, I find it. I still find don't it. Don't fucking call me queer. Please. I don't, don't want to be. Yeah, I don't want to be I'm called gay. queer. I am not. I honestly feel like queer, queer is queer is ugly weird, right? Well, it's weird. That's what queer yeah. is. It's to me. It's funny. Too, it's like beard. If you're a woman with a beard, it's like come on. I, it's like please don't make me for, pretend this is attractive. For feminine men or butch women. Well, and a lot of the older gay generation lesbians, and they heard that word, yes, in a negative context when they were queer. They were they were called that in They're a called not that. nice way. But for me, that wasn't even how I was introduced to the word. I first heard the word queer from reading Lord of the Rings because Tolkien would use it because oh, it was like queer. Mean strange. Well, to mean strange, he would use right, it to right. refer to something that was strange. So that was the first exposure I had to that word before I even knew it had any other context related to like gay shit i had no idea you know it's that, just, that it's just fun. it's like it's like off the beaten path like i've been to here in la like i've been to i went to one queer party and i just felt so out of place i was just like this isn't for me like no. it was just like everyone in like like onesies and like hair fat and like, androgyny exactly it's just all this stuff it's like you know like i'm so happy that you guys have this party like I'm i gotta so go happy that you guys have this party right but why does it why does this have to be mainstream like i really don't think tra- trans does not have to be mainstream like queer does not have to be mainstream like it lives on the edges and that's fine. no and like, why is that not okay people. the straight people are doing it because they want to join in the fun they yeah. want to be queer because they see how oh, much i know There's like a lot of fe- especially a lot of females they just want to have a struggle well, the they, thing they're about sad they don't have a struggle anymore the, the shit though is that it's backwards, honestly. Like gay men are generally immature and are allowed to remain immature for longer periods of time because of the way that our sex drive works and that we don't generate kids. Yes. Right, exactly. Where straight men and women, especially, they sort of naturally balance each other out. Yep. And right. in, in an ideal situation where neither of them has a severe personality disorder, um, <laughs> they will. They'll 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 improve each other over time. Right. Exactly. And at the same time, they'll raise a new crop of little ones who will hopefully yep. do the job better in the next generation. And that's fine, and we love that. Well, I mean, this is how we got here, right? We went from being savages, hunting and gathering in the fucking forest and killing each other with spears and daggers mm-hmm. uh, to this. And, you know, it was a long, bloody several thousand years. But the way that we got there was caring, you know, t- taking very close, careful care of of the children and protecting the, children. Them. the women would stay home with the children right because and then the men would go out and hunt the men right. would hunt and the men would battle in war and because the men once you, you reach a certain age men are expendable you know we exactly yes 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 
if you have like one woman, like your your civilization is over. But if you have one man, it's like you know, like you can still you can still make it. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, not every man really needs to reproduce because you know whatever. There's right. plenty of great people doing it. But the thing is, like, the the, the crucial part is the children have to be protected mm-hmm. from dangerous ideologies and like mm-hmm. you know institutionalized abuse. You know, it's the BLM movement loves to talk about institutionalized racism, but we have an institutionalized child abuse epidemic that's completely ignored, along with the human trafficking epidemic and the whole Epstein thing, which is totally also you know just. Mm-hmm scooted under the right and instead they like to blame the police they like mm-hmm. to you know scapegoat conservatives when these are not the real problems and the people making them out to be such are just liars and psychopaths yeah well i and think we just saying <laughs> well i feel like we all like kids are always indoctrinated into something and i just think we were yeah. indoctrinated into the correct thing like the correct thing to be indoctrinated I- into is believing in yourself right take a ri- taking risks like yes. be an entrepreneur Right. Like you can do it, like all that kind of stuff. I think that's like good indoctrination. And that's kind of like very capitalist and free yeah. market. But the 90s since, was different, man. The, the growing up in we the got 90s, self-esteem yeah. instead of overt narcissism. Right. But like the problem is that like that is the current thing. And the current thing isn't 100 percent amazing for every single human, for every single person. So then they kept chipping away at it and being like, no, the right thing to teach kids is that queerness is the way like gender is a, is a construct. You're all racist. And if you're if you're you have to like above anything else, you have to you have to be like. Like if a minority needs something, give it to them because you actually don't deserve it because you're white. Yeah, you know, well, like and so everyone, you don't deserve it. It's like everyone should achieve at the equal level whether they work for it or not, which is right. what equity is. And it's because like, it's the new thing. Yeah, that doesn't have it's it's according equity to this is impossible. Thing, it's one hundred percent good. Right. Equity yeah, yeah, yeah. is not possible. This is what people need to understand when you hear that word and they say, "Oh, well, no, we you deserve know, equality, equality of opportunity. Out- equality of outcome is not." possible which is right. why they have to make these laws and try to legislate that I mean, and really, it still doesn't even, work even equality of opportunity is not <laughs> but right. it's, it's at least and something that's just the nature of but reality it's more achievable. <laughs> the nature of reality exactly we exactly. can we can aim for it it's yes. more achievable it's something we can we bring can more people into implement. yeah equal opportunity and we have we've been doing we you know, this is one of the things that jordan peterson hammers on is yeah. that we have more economic prosperity now for more people ever before in the history of the entire planet. Yep. And that's, that's an accomplishment. We deserve right. a little exactly. round of applause, pat on the back, you know, way to go humans. Yes, We're not the, doing too The bad. downside is it's also made people very pampered and very comfortable. We haven't had like true struggles and, and I'm talking about myself too. I'm not saying I'm exactly. Yeah, awesome. Exactly. So exactly. It's like, I, maybe we are overdue for like a serious economic collapse in a fucking world war. I'm not saying I want that. I know. I don't want it either, but I know sometimes I'm just you know, saying like, it's going to get to that point. Like, I don't, know if got, I don't know if you guys have have had moments like this in your own life, but I had a moment like that where in a couple of years ago where I like just was like ran out of money. Like suddenly I like had too much money in like a stock and a stock in the stock just like totally tanked. I had no money and tons of debt and it wasn't. And I was kind of coasting until then. I was just like, oh, you know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then when I hit that moment, it was like, oh, fuck, like I have to buckle down. And then I started applying, applying, applying. I got it. I started doing Uber driving like that was when I started to actually do it and hit it and hit it. And ever since that moment, I've been doing really well because I, that was, that was the motivation that I needed in order to get out of the complacency that I was, that I was involved in. And everyone's like, everyone's like, yes, complacency. Like the government's like, no, we want you to be like, please be complacent. Complacent is good. You know, that's the silver lining to me about what happened with like the lockdowns and the mandates and all that shit. It, despite how shitty all that was like, and, 
how 2020 was a real like rock bottom moment for me. I almost, I almost needed that to shake me out of where I was to force me to change, to force me to grow up, to force me to, you know, do things that I normally would not have done. Like we would never would have started this podcast. We wouldn't even be talking to you. None of this would have happened if it wasn't right. So there is a silver lining to all of it, despite how terrible it was at the time right. and how rather uh, and, hopeless and I felt. still how terrible it it's is still pretty ongoing. Bad. <laughs> yeah. We are still living through the, the, the fallout from that. And Brent, I have not, I have not financially yeah. recovered. We haven't totally financially recovered, uh-huh. but, not even close. but it did force us to grow and change and to do things differently and to adapt. And, and right. sometimes you need that. You need those hard times. And you should. It made you kind of realize like, okay, the government's paying me to sit on my couch. Like, this is the dream. Oh my God, I'm getting free money to do nothing. And you realize you're sitting there and you're like, but why am I depressed? Like yeah. I'm si- I'm getting free money. I thought that was the goal. I thought I like, definitely free money was the thing. thing I you mean, know, I, I wrote a book. I made art. Like I went out there and, and no, I I, I made music and shit. Out. You know, I I definitely did stuff. But I remember like I, like I'm a big video gamer and Resident Evil Three came out and I beat it seven times, right? <laughs> seven and, times. And I was like, times. and I was like, why am I so depressed? I'm like <laughs> sitting there with my eyes bleeding as I'm like like staring at the TV. I think um, the last Resident Evil I played through was five or six. Oh, those are the worst ones. It's been a long time. Sorry, that, might, that was controversial of me. No, no. Uh, Resident Evil 2 remake, so good. Resident Evil 3 remake, so good. Resident Evil 4 remake just came out, so good. Resident Evil 7 amazing. Resident Evil 8, really good. But 5 and 6, no. 5 and 6. That was, no. I, well, that was the last ones I played, I think. Or maybe it was just 5. I can't remember. We are just covering all the ground today. That's I mean, we're not just, we're not just political people. Like, like, that's one of the things. Like, I remember when I started watching Steven Crowder, like, back when I was, was first get in my, like, re- getting, getting red-pilled. And then watch Stephen Crowder, and he would like quote Tommy Boy, and I was like, "Hey, conservatives know about Tommy Boy? Like, wait, conservatives like consume popular media? This is crazy. Conservatives play video games? I thought conservatives were stupid idiots who were nerds and did, or, or like losers or like didn't do anything or like you know we're just like all in church all day. Like, no, like they we we're cool, like cool guys, right? Like we know stuff. We well, do things. We watch movies. We we like listen to good music. You know, no it's monolith. not." Like yeah, people, people see, you know, they see a Ben Shapiro, they see a Matt Walsh, they see a Steven Crowder, yeah. and they, unfortunately, our brains are set up for pattern recognition, but mm-hmm. we also do the opposite. We extrapolate patterns outward. And so if we only see a few examples of a thing, we tend to assume right. that the other things like that thing are similar or, mm-hmm. you know, identical. And so until you get a very wide sampling of a genre or a group of people or whatever it you know it's, it's hard for you to realize that every group of people is actually a very diverse group of people in, in right. itself um, unless they have you know exclusionary tendencies uh you know to keep their whatever for, yeah. to, for the purpose of the group also for the record i'm glad that we can reference other things and talk about games and other yeah shows and not just stick stick to what politics. are you uh, what are you playing right so, now man Besides, uh, Zelda. he's like, bro, come on, Zelda Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, like, baby. Anything online multiplayer? That's like, I, I can't do single player anymore. Uh, oh no, I love single player. Um, I used to play StarCraft. StarCraft. Oh my 2. god, you are my brother's classic. Too. That was one really? of the only games I ever classic. became obsessed with. As a Protoss, Protoss, all the way, man. Zerg. My favorite, favorite. Like, Zerg, did we? Zerg are fun. Zerg are fun. Did, did we love that? cannon rushing? Or I, I cannon was, rushing was always the strat. I was, Protoss. I was like the guy who would love to. 
I loved carriers. I would fuck. Oh, them. get oh, yeah, yeah. Building up, teching up to carriers. Oh, they're so intimidating when you see an entire fleet yeah, of carriers come through and that swarm comes in. You're like, I'm done. I'm dead. Like, there's no way I'm surviving. Well, unless they unless they <laughs> figured out early and went anti-air, you're kind of fucked. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole yeah. thing with that. Strat, well, I, I would, like relies on the surprise. Well, I would do carriers and back them up. You with, also have to be fast uh, because with void rays. Back yeah. up with void rays. Well, void rays are Starcraft two, right? Yeah, no, they, were, they were in both. Oh, they were know. both. No, oh, you I only did you only did one. I I played a little bit of StarCraft two, but honestly, I one is where it's at. That is the one. No, I would back them up. You played a lot of one. I played a lot of with Falcons. Two. Usually, I would have them as my Falcons. Air. Yeah, those were the really fast ones. Oh, I guess maybe in uh, StarCraft two, they're Phoenix. The Phoenix. Yeah, they're, they're like the fast air. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. and they like pick, think, pick, pick stuff up. And they pick pick units up. I would have. Them oh, that was those are the Corsairs. And then always have an observer. Those were the, because uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I love covering oh, yeah. the map in observers. Just like sending yeah. them out and holding, yep. sending out and holding. Yeah. So I have the whole map but covered. I would, uh, I would also get, uh, which, which were the ones that cloaked? Um, the wraiths. The ones that would cloak. No, they would the cloak. Ten. They would cloak. Oh, 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 the Dark Phoenix? Oh, the dark Arbiter. Templar? No, the, the, Arbiter. the Arbiter. So what I would do is I, I would get a 12 group fleet of carriers. And very intimidating. Call. And yeah, then I would, I would get one or two, at least two Arbiters with them to cloak them so you couldn't kill the carrier itself you would be stuck having to fight the yes. you know, the, the swarm that comes out of them without killing the main hive because they'd be cloaked so if you didn't have an observer or something you'd be fucked if i came in with all carriers wow. with an arbiter some falcons backing them up like you're done <laughs> i love starcraft i i i tried to like i i, I... I tried to switch to a grid layout on my keyboard because I was trying to get like real advanced because I was getting up in the in the levels and stuff. But I think I fucked myself because I just did it you, got too confusing. Did you only play like traditional way or did you play used map settings? Because I think one of the no, you talking about rank games. Well, yeah, rank games. Yeah. What I loved so much about StarCraft, though, and I, what I think is one of the most innovative things ever done in video games ever was the the map creator, like the map the map builder in StarCraft change the whole game because it's like yes you have the traditional game and you can play it the normal way ranked and all that but then you had this whole other game that is multiple games within the game because you can now develop your own your own kind of game right you could make your own game inside the game and that was new no one had done that yeah so no, I was just, I was ranked all the way. I was just ranked, ranked, ranked. I would just I would jump do, on multiplayer, multiplayer, yeah. multiplayer, multiplayer. 1v1, it was always 1v1. I loved using map settings, though. I would love, because it's just, I thought it was so cool. I would try to make my own games, too. I love the map editor. It was, man, it was lit. Those were the days. And I played Diablo 2 a lot, too, in that time. I was obsessed with it. Oh, I never, I never went into Diablo. I tried Diablo 3, but I was just, I, I don't know. It was maybe at a point in my life where I was trying to play less video games. 2 is, the 2 is where it's at. That's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, of good, a lot of good stuff lately. Final Fantasy VII, did you ever play that? Um, no, I have friends who were like obsessed with Final Fantasy. The remake of that was really good. I just played that. I was not a big gamer, so... And I'm still not... I haven't played the remake yet. I, I played oh. the original. That was such a good story, though. The remake is they, like... The way they, that they adapted they the PlayStation though, right? 1 combat to the new game is so brilliant and so much more fun. Like, you cannot play the old ones. Like, I can't play old Final Fantasies anymore as much as I want to. They're so boring. Like games from PS One are way too boring so now. Boring. Like, yeah. And I used to—I don't know if you guys ever played adventure games. Did you ever play adventure games? Like, like what? King's Quest, Space Quest, like oh, Day yeah. of the Tentacle, King's Quest, um, and uh, Quest for Glory. Yeah, King. I like no one played those. Like I, I would go on uh, Facebook looking for other people who played those because I was obsessed with those when I was a kid. But I downloaded um, the Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Fate of Atlantis. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's a fun oh, one, man. Well, I think we should wrap it up. We are about an hour, hour, hour 18. I got some work I got to get done. I got to yeah, go to the fine. gym. We can do so this again in the future. We will do this again for and sure. And then, Dan, if uh, if we do another Rumble live stream, I'll uh, I'll send you a message. Yeah. What's your right. preferred uh, message? You don't, you don't have open DMs on Twitter. What? <laughs> I was about oh. to say the same <laughs> shit. What is your pronouns? What are your preferred No, pronouns? like, what's your preferred <laughs> contact method? Usually, I Twitter DM everyone. So, like, that's the best oh, way. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Daniel's on my Twitter. So if you just follow me, I th I don't know if I have open DMs or not. I'm not sure. Oh, but I do have a Patreon. Ooh, yes. everyone go subscribe. I'll put that link in the description. Send me, uh, send me that yeah, link. I just I'm making I just got twelve dollars, so I'm at I'm at twelve dollars a month. Hell yes, that's awesome, dude. That's something. It is. Something. I know I've never gotten paid for this ever yeah. in my whole life, and then I my and then actually one of my followers, Nick, shout out Nick. He uh, was like, why don't you have a tip? Why don't you have your tips enabled? And I was like, I thought I did. And I went on there and I didn't realize. And so I added, I tried to add Venmo, but it was my full name and address and all that shit. I was like, yeah. no. no. So I yeah. did Patreon instead. And uh, also yeah, I'm excited. Cash app. Yeah, my, my tip jar is also open on Twitter. So Get anyone listening, feel free to send me tips. <laughs> and also, I think Nick also sent me tips, the same Nick you're talking about. I love Nick. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Nick, Thanks, Prince Nick. St. Nick. So wait, you have, you. you have a Patreon. I have it's a Patreon, Patreon and I have my tip jar. I have a Ko-Fi Twitter. So yes, we're grifting, guys. Send us all the money. I know we're not we're not banned Four yet. Packets. Not banned yet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right. Can I ask one more question? Yes, yeah, sure. Do you guys go out in New York? Like, do you go to gay bars and stuff? No. Eh, not really. It's not really my scene. Brent used to <laughs> used be in to. My scene. I, I've not. I've you know I've gone out here and there post. I, uh, I have post pandemic, but. but I'm, I'm not. Just, I'm, I, I don't. I don't drink really. You know, I'll have a, a uh -huh. cocktail at dinner. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really like a go out to the bar, go out dancing. I mean, I, I kind of outgrew that. I did so much of that in my twenties yeah, and yeah. early thirties. Like, girl, I, I really, I took, I took her to town. She went all around, <laughs> oh saw God, everything. Brent. Okay, and Brent. you know, now she's, you know, looking for like more. <laughs> I, I, I did not do that stuff through my twenties. I avoided it. And I'm actually kind of glad that I did. Um, it's just not my scene. Yes, I've been to a few gay bars. I've been to drag shows. I've, you know, done some of that. Yeah. Haven't been uh, any of the orgies. I don't do that. My least favorite thing about like them trying to like restrict drag shows or whatever is like now anytime any drag queen does anything like oh my god all of pride month i'm gonna have to hear drag queens talk yep. to me about politics that they're, that they're under attack that they're trying to shut them down blah 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 and talk about making it not fun anymore. james Lindsay actually yeah. has a really interesting thread on how this esl stuff is forcing america's uh most uh sort of sacred brands to get into um this gay shit because it's an easy way to get their ESL score up and they only get access. ESG, ESG whatever. <laughs> English as a second ES, language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ASL. There's ASL. too much ASL. ratting around in here. Um, the It's the only way they get access to investment capital. So they have right. to have, like, it's like a corporate credit score. So, and then they get the preferential access to the money that the Fed conjures out of existence. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. 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 It's the same. Yeah, South Park yeah. did that with uh, Randy Marsh. He has Integrity Weed Farms, and he, <laughs> they they were like he needed someone black at his thing, so he yes, talked to yeah. Token, and he brought yes. Token's dad on just that as like a dope. as a literal token. <laughs> was like, that was so funny. So but, smart, yeah, man. I guess we'll we'll call it there. If you're ever in New York City, please hit us up. We'd love to hang out. Maybe we'll go to one of those lame ass gay bars. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Recruit some fucking 
moderate right people. <laughs> we'll get Mikey to come with us. No, there are, there's there's, there's a lot of self conservatives in, a in, in New York City and the surrounding areas. Just there's saying. a couple, not that many though. We're all scattered. They're and, stealth. They don't they don't stealth. come out. They they're, they're wraiths. They're 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 cloaked. They're yeah. in the closet based. <laughs> That's the thing. All right, everyone. Thank you for watching. All the things like comment, share, subscribe. Give us money because we're grifting faggots. And go follow Dan Splaining. Go subscribe to his Patreon. Go help him grift. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Later, Thanks, everyone. Guys. Bye.